Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about how IEPs are not just for academics, especially right now. We are all still living the pandemic lifestyle. Some of you have children, students that are on campus, some are hybrid, some are remote learning, but no matter what the situation is for you when attending school, whether it's on campus or at home, it's important for us in the special education community to remember why we have an IEP and how it's not just limited to academics. Right in the purpose and findings of IDEA law, it says that we need to meet a child's unique needs and prepare them for further education, employment, and independent living. So today I'm gonna share with you a story that really led to this whole topic. Yesterday, I went on a mother-daughter date with my youngest daughter. She asked to go to Five Guys to go get uh, some burger and fries, a, a big treat for us. And when we got to the store, there were signs on the door that said cash only internet is down. So I'm always encouraging my girls to have actual cash in their wallet in case of that situation. Good thing they did because um, I didn't, but she did. She had the money. We go in, we order, we get our food, we're waiting and in comes the next customer and they show their phone because they're there to do a pickup from the mobile order app. And the employee says, our internet's down, so we never got that order. And the customer just stood there. And there was no further conversation. It's like the, the, the conversation just stopped. We didn't get your order. Oh, okay. And the customer just left. The next customer comes in, shows their phone, and says, hey, I'm here to pick up this order. Employee says, internet's down, we never got that order. So the customer says, well, how do I get my food? Employee says, I don't know. And he walks out. Now, mind you, this is all happening while my daughter and I are sitting there eating our burger and fries. It was kind of painful to watch. This happens three or four times. And finally, I say to my daughter, who works at a local ice cream shop, and I said, you know, so does this ever happen at your work? She says, oh, yeah, all the time. She goes, you know, internet goes down or the app doesn't communicate, you know, with the main computer. And we just have to say, you know, I'm sorry we didn't get that order. Um, what would you like? We'll take your order right now and get it to you as fast as possible. So they have a solution at their work. There was no solution laid out and nobody was thinking critically on what to do next. So when I think about the purpose and findings of IDEA law and preparing a child to um, be as independent as possible in further education and um, their independent living and having a job, in doing this, you have to be able to get through some tough situations. Now, we're in a tough situation as a community right now, right? We're problem solving all the time. I'll give you an example of somebody who was not at a job. This is uh, around a, a middle schooler who needed to go play with their friend. Um, I was talking to a parent and she said, you know, I can't believe this just happened. My child, you know, has an IEP and they're academically, they're doing well, but there's just some deficit areas for example, and she shares how her child wanted to go play at the neighbor's house. So he went down to go play at the neighbor's house and texted his mom and said, my friend's not outside. So I guess typically the routine is that the friend is outside waiting, the friend's not outside, and the mom said, well, knock on the door and see if he's there. 
And I coached the mom to do something that quite honestly, I have forgotten to do myself as a parent and as a teacher. For those of you that don't know, I was a teacher a long time ago. I went to school to become a special education teacher because my brother who has Down syndrome, um, I, I got to watch my family just navigate the school system and help them, um, you know, watch them really try to help my brother be as independent as possible. And it was a struggle. And I thought, I'll just become a teacher and, and I'll just solve all the problems from the inside of my classroom. <laughs> um, didn't quite work out that way. Last 20 years, I've been working for you guys, parents, teachers, admins, and therapists on building IEPs. That makes sense because of situations just like this. So I said to the parent, you know, you texted back to your child, knock on the door. Did you think to ask him, you know, what should you do next and help him think through the situation of what are the options of what you could do since your friend is not there waiting for you outside? But you know what? Mom was rushed and she was really busy trying to do this remote learning thing and take care of her younger ones at home. She also works at home and it, it was just easier to give the answer. Who's ever done that? We all have, right? It's easier to give the answer. But what we really need to be thinking about is how are we going to help our students of all abilities get through thinking uh, through the situations that are not common, the challenging situations that come up every day. You know, it's the equivalent of we could memorize all the multiplication facts in the world, but if we don't know how to apply them in the real world at the grocery store or at work or at home, it, those multiplication skills aren't doing us a whole lot of good. You know, we can, uh, of course, rehearse conversations inside of social work sessions. But if we don't know how to apply that out in the real world, then it, what are we doing? So right now, I, I know you're struggling. I know things are different. I know there's a lot of challenges. I know you're rushed and there's a lot on your plate. But we have an opportunity sitting in front of us to truly slow down and help our students and our children work through these challenging situations that are uncommon, but they can build lifelong skills, critical thinking skills, communication skills, uh, what to do when technology is not working quite right. We're all excited experiencing that right now. So instead of being rushed to the next worksheet or worrying about logging into that next Zoom meeting, if you're in the middle of teaching something that is meaningful, like how to work through a struggle in your home or in your community. So parents, if you're in the middle of doing that, do not rush to the next Zoom meeting. Take the time because that's going to be more meaningful than just giving the answer and moving on to the next step. We've got a lot of hustle that's happening at home. Log into this class, hurry up and finish this. We got to get this next project done. But we are having bumps along the way. Instead of solving all of those bumps on your own parents, let's go ahead and coach kids on how to critically think through the, the problems that are happening during this remote learning time or during hybrid learning or all the new rules that are at school. Teachers, this is for you too. It's about slowing down and not just getting to that next step, but helping children work through whatever that struggle is in the moment. The thing is this relies on communicating with your team at a whole new level. I'm 
always talking about inside of the Master IEP Coach Mentorship. If you don't know what that is, head over to MasterIEPCoach.com. We've got our next mentorship is starting real soon. So you got to jump in at MasterIEPCoach.com. We're talking all the time about home to school communication. We've got a lot of teams that are lost. They don't know what to do to support parents at home. Parents are lost. I don't know what I'm supposed to do to do school at home. But it's situations like this of helping a child connect in their community by knowing what to do when things are unexpected and how to get through that problem with a variety of solutions that is going to have a lifelong impact. I'll give you another example from a very long time ago. My brother um, was at home. Let's see, he's in his 40s now. He was probably in his 20s. He had just graduated high school. He was going to a work program and um, somebody was hired to give him a ride to work because we were all doing our own thing that day. So he was supposed to go outside at a certain time. And he's really great at looking at the clock and knowing when to go outside to follow the schedule. So the person was supposed to be there at 10 a.m. So he went outside, he sat in the lawn chair uh, out by the front door, waited for his ride. And my dad came home from lunch for lunch at noon. And my brother was still sitting there because we didn't give explicit instructions of go outside at 10 a.m. and your ride will be there. And if your ride is not there, this is what you do next. Now, we never missed that opportunity. Again, we give very explicit explanations of do this. And if it doesn't work out, then do that. And learning to communicate that way, to give instructions that way, and to help my brother learn to problem solve of, you know, how long should you wait for a ride before you call for help or, you know, tell your parents or your sister um, that you need a ride because your ride didn't show up. Those are all problem solving skills that we have to get good at as parents, educators and siblings and walking our our siblings, our students, our children through situations that are um, uncommon, but happen often. So being able to work through what if this doesn't work out, what could we do next? This is a really important skill that absolutely can be worked into an IEP. It's something that can be communicated between parents and teachers right now during our pandemic lifestyle, during our remote learning, hybrid learning, or our modified on campus. It's something that is truly important in really promoting independence to ensure that every student is getting uh, the chance to reach their potential and problem solve and not just be stuck. So I encourage you as you look at this next week and you look at all the things that are on your plate and you're trying to figure out where do I prioritize and what do we work on next and which worksheet do we do first? When you hit those bumps in the road this week, ask yourself, is there something that I can do with my child or with my student to walk them through and teach them how to get out of this struggle or through this struggle instead of just giving them the answer? Is there something more that I can do that's beyond the worksheet, that's beyond memorizing facts, that's beyond just the curriculum to help them become more independent and become problem solvers in their current environment. I encourage you to come visit me over in the Master IEP Coach Mentorship at MasterIEPCoach.com. I can't wait to connect with you there. That's where we really come together as idea bringers and solution finders and team builders at the IEP table. I'll see you inside the mentorship.